welcome to the Route 77 podcast, where we journey through the diverse landscapes of singleness and faith. In this episode, we're taking a trip eastward to explore a unique holiday that's been making waves globally, Singles Day, celebrated on November 11th in China, originating as a statement against traditional relationships and marriage culture by single university students, this day has transformed into something much larger than anyone could have predicted. It's now the largest shopping day in the world, surpassing even Black Friday in the U.S. in terms of sales. We'll delve into how this came to be, the fascinating gender dynamics in China contributing to its popularity, and how it compares to holidays like Valentine's Day here in North America. So whether you're single and loving it, or just intrigued by how a day for singles turned into a global retail phenomenon, stay tuned as we unpack the layers of Singles Day. Welcome to the Route 77 podcast. My name is Natasha. I am your host and I am here with Monique. Hello. No David today as he is under the weather. In November, uh, November the 11th, in the Western world, we celebrate Remembrance Day. But an interesting holiday time in, it's not official holiday, but it's largely celebrated in China on November 11th is Singles Day. And it's just an interesting uh, concept, but it's also interesting to see how it started versus what it's become. And it started out, I don't know what year it was, but it started out basically by a few single men in university deciding they wanted to push back a bit against the whole partner culture and all these celebrations for having for marriage. And uh, so they said, November 11 is like four ones and we're four guys and we're four single guys, just friends. Let's celebrate. And over the, it, and it became like quite popular within the, the university culture and then social media helps bring it out a little bit more. And of course, then some businesses, Chinese businesses latched on and it's become the largest day. shopping day in the world. Yep. Even more than the American Black Friday. So something like $19 billion, something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Single people want to spend their money, apparently. Yes, on themselves. You know, the funny thing, too, though, is that in China, this is also the biggest marriage day. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they're trying to get rid of that single status, so they have married on it as well. And I guess in 20, it was 11, 11, 11. It was actually the biggest marriage day Yeah, like, so ever. like 2,000 people got married. In Beijing. 2,000. Yeah. They said normally it's 700. Wait, how many people? Oh, my gosh. So it's interesting to see these people, they weren't trying to make it about shopping. It was about just spending time with friends, pushing back against the fact that everybody thought, everybody thinks they need to be paired up in relationships and in romantic relationships. And then, of course, the businesses get onto it and then it becomes merchandise related and i think the only reason it has not become a thing in the west is because november 11 is remembrance day so i'm pretty sure that's the only reason it hasn't caught on because of remembrance day yeah that's but day. We, we we have one here in north america sort of february 15th yeah but it's nothing like no this. no we just cash in on the half price cat <laughs> the candy oh, right day <laughs> It's interesting to look at some of the stats from uh, China and in some of the most recent um, 
census and demographic studies. So as of 2020, there were 24 million more unmarried men than unmarried women. Wow, that's a lot. Yes. 24 million. Is that because they were cherry picking? It has had a lot to do with the single child policy and and the desire for male children. So, yeah, it's crazy if you think about it. Like, you're like, oh, it's at like four to one or something like that. And it was 24 million more. And so these are people, these are especially men who are never going to get married if they're looking within their culture. culture. Like, they'll have to leave China. Yeah. And I think if you put that out over the world, I don't think there's 24 million women hanging out waiting to kind of get married somewhere. No. And if I'm not mistaken, are they not also encouraging women from other countries to come in to their country to marry? Well, I'm not sure if they're doing that, but they are trying to, but the government is trying to pay people to get married and have kids because they're choosing more and more to be single. And they've also dropped that single child policy too, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. You still need a like a certificate. You, yeah, you still have to have like a child like permit <laughs> before you can have a kid. But yeah, I think it's not as so well. no unwanted pregnancies. No, you are you're forced to get an abortion if you don't have a permit to have a baby. Wow. Yeah, and it's a lot of things like that's where they have that system of points kind of thing in China and do positive Chinese things and pro your leader and pro communist stuff, then you get more points and then you'll be able to be allowed to have a permit. Wow. But if you do things and people report you and then you lose points and you wouldn't be allowed to have kids if you got low enough points. Watching Chinese dramas do not depict any of them. <laughs> no, but there is even a word that's a term called Sheng Nu, which is translated as leftover women. And it's used to describe women over the age of 27 who are unmarried. And it's not, it's not used as often now because singleness is becoming more acceptable. But there is a term for it. The fact that there's an unmarried woman over 27 and you're a leftover woman. So... I guess if there's that many men for every woman, there must be something or quote unquote wrong with you if you don't find somebody to marry with that, because that's the purpose of. I do know from watching Chinese dramas that they do very still strongly push their children to get married mm-hmm. when they're young. And if they're like reaching 30s, it's just like, you're, you're trying to ruin my life. And you're not getting married. And that's like the significance too of the 11 and the ones is that it looks like it's a straight branch. It doesn't have, it's basically like the Japanese version of the dead branch. Yeah. Where you're no, especially as a male, that you're not going to have any children. So you have dead branch on the family tree. Yeah. So just a single branch hanging out with no family, no no chance. Yeah. That's just the end of the line. But when there's 24 million more men, like the chances of you being that. How are they going to, if they want all of their men to be married, how are they going to? I feel like they didn't really think this through. No. When they in, put in the one child policy. Yeah. Interesting fact, though, is that the one child policy wasn't really applicable to like outside in the rural areas. They were allowed up to three children because they needed to run the farms. They needed oh. three children. 
So maybe that's the thing is that they just need to go and get a farm and they could have as many kids I mean, as they as, want. As three anyway or as whatever. Three. <laughs> you can have up to three because you own a farm. Yeah, Do they need, still need to have a permit? I think so, yeah. You follow her. But I don't know how well they can afford, enforce it as much in the rural areas. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe after this. I don't know. I don't know. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's... See, I, I knew I knew that they had the one-child policy, and I knew that was abolished. But, but I think we knew something about the... Uh, when you watch the Chinese dramas, all the mothers are telling their daughters and their sons, I want grandchildren. Right. Make sure you get me grandchildren so you don't really hear anything about this. Yeah, because they don't want to show that. Are they going to come after us because we're talking about it? Or maybe we won't be allowed to go to China ever. Oh, but I want to see the Great Wall. That'd be cool. Yeah, the two-child policy became came in 2016 because they recognized the negative democratic demographic impact. And then the three-child policy came into effect 2021 because it there was further demographic challenges, including declining birth rates and shrinking workforce. So, yeah, in 2021... They're allowed up to three children right now. They should just get rid of all of that and just say, go and have children. Have a party. Problem is they're such, they have to fill, put them somewhere. Yeah. There are millions and millions of people yeah. in the area. That's true. That It's one of the most densely populated areas. Yeah. But they're all men. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's a problem. And no, I'm not going over there because no children. Sorry. It's going to be somebody's little, uh, right? Sorry. Fun and all that, but no. And I think my beliefs would make a bit have a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah. It'd be harder. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see that there is this thing out there. And you wonder if the government just let it become a thing because even though they want people to get married and have kids, they also realize there's there's a lot of people that are gonna be unhappy, like twenty five million of them, or twenty four million of the men anyway, who knows how many women who decide not to. The singles day started as bachelor's day. By yeah, for those four men. The four men. <laughs> Wasn't that a sort of a foreshadow of what was to come? But yeah, it's interesting how it's, but then it now become the largest shopping day and people are encouraged to indulge their single selves. Like you deserve whatever and yeah. you should get whatever and you deserve it. Splurge on yourself and to the point where, yeah, it's like the biggest shopping day of the year in the world. And like the amount of money that people spend on themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not just in retail stores. It's online too. Yeah, online. And plus they have a lot of places have cashed in on having singles parties and singles like the karaoke bars and all those type of things like to the cash in on the yeah. events that you can have as for singles. One of, one of the one of the major um, retailers who jumped in on this singles day originally was the Alib Alibaba. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now I'm curious to know what the heck do they sell? Probably wish everything. Wish everything. <laughs> wish everything. Yeah, wow. it, it's their version of wish. But yeah, it's crazy. And do they just buy themselves all the stuff they wanted all year? And I don't know. They like, save all their money just for that one day. Because they're saying like even this year it was still like an insane amount, even with the kind of the lower economy and people struggling. Wow, materialism is alive and well. Yes. So it like I think. Canada and the U.S., like singleness is becoming more acceptable in China and here as well. Like it's, it, but it tends to be focused on oneself. Yes. There's a lot to do with, you don't have to have other people. You can, you know, prioritize your career or like it's very, it's like self-indulgent and very inward focused, mm -hmm. I feel. 
Now, if you're not going to get married and have kids, then you're going to help this country by making as much money as you possibly can. Yeah. Or you just like work at making yourself happy. Like, I don't know. It's like- and in China, the technology sector is massive. Mm-hmm. Like they are constantly pushing their young people to go to colleges and universities to learn this technology. And they like they even have like they have the, the video game wars. Mm-hmm. And these, and a lot of these single people, college age people, they end up living together. So you get a whole big group of guys that they live together, they work together, and all they do is they do gaming to get the best they can so that they can compete. And to- this China is very much about competing. If you look at any of the things that China does, I think they like you specialize from the time that you're like, in kindergarten or Pretty sooner much, yeah. because you see a lot of videos coming out of China that have children who have mastered a lot of things more than our kids do yeah. by the age of five. And you're like, oh, it's so cute. But you don't actually think of the fact that like yeah. they've been forced into, because I don't think at five, you're really going to understand what you enjoy. You might have a little bit of an inkling, but, and I'm sure they check out, are they athletic? Are they musical? Are they this, that? Or they put them into that. Oh, you like this here? We're going to direct you. I don't know if China has the same thing as Korea, but when the baby turns a year old, they put these items in front of them. And whatever item that child chooses is what they are going to be later in life. So they'll have things like... But they're all like, I hope they're all the, the stereotypical Asian. Yeah. Like, doctor. Yeah. Money. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just, yeah, doctor and engineer and you know, all these <laughs> things that are like the stereotypical Asian... Uh, yeah, desires for their kids to be in that are acceptable. Yeah, things that will make a lot of money for mom or, and dad on so that we can. Yeah, <laughs> or they become prestigious and yeah. well-known. And yeah. yeah, because prestige and... And in honor culture, yeah, it's a big thing. So for the parents of these men who will be unable to find a wife, regardless of how strong their desire mm-hmm. is to find a wife, must be very heartbreaking for their parents. Especially, we, yeah, we wanted you to go out and get a career and make us lots of money, but now we got nobody to pass it on to because technically that family line ends right there. Mm-hmm. And if you look, if you look at that Disney movie Red, Turning Red, yeah, it's called. They actually show a lot of that Asian honor culture expectation to follow the parents' desires and the desire to obey your parents or do make them proud of you and yep. so I thought that was an interesting I actually really enjoyed that movie because I enjoyed that yeah that. yeah well to be the fly in the ointment here in in some sense that that is not entirely I'm not going to say it's a good thing but it's not entirely a bad thing because nowadays there are many children many kids who grow up who don't care about their parents they don't care how they feel. They don't care about doing things that will make their parents proud of them. We also live in a culture that tries to make people very independent. Yes. So you're not to depend on like your parents. You're supposed to leave the home. Yeah. And they want, because even they always say, oh, the kids don't, they put them in a home and don't visit them. And I'm like, when you think about it, we have a lot of cultural things about getting the kids out of the house and we've seen like movies like failure to launch and things like that where yep. they're funny but if you think about it like you're all about at 18 they're supposed to leave and we're supposed to get our lives back sort of thing yeah 
instead of being like, I never got to feel that empty nest feeling because my kids still living never. in the basement. And then it's this in the like, dark watching video games. Yeah. And the thing is, if you look at these Asian, some of these Asian cultures, like they have multi generations, but they're not living like that because they have a different understanding of what it means to live as a family. Like there's still expectations that you become an adult and you do adult things and you just happen to live at home. But so it is like your grandmother and your grandfather and your aunt and your uncle and your cousin. That's very big in the, in the Punjabi community, Sikh community. Yeah. yeah. And they probably look at us in the Western culture and be like, how can you live such like lonely, like, lives. lonely lives? It's like <laughs> you and no one else or just like your immediate family. Like it's just, you probably, it probably like as much as we go, how do they do it? Like they're like, how do you guys do it? Like you have no support right there. And it's just. And, and in some cases that's very true, but you have also, because a lot of the past generation was raised on the me, it was the, it was very me centered. So a lot of, so a lot of parents, they had kids, but they let the kids raise themselves. Or they over-raise them. Or they over They're just them. like every single moment of every single day has to be accounted for with some sort of schedule. Micromanage. Yeah. It's bad enough when that happens at your work, let alone when it happens at your home. Right. And my parents weren't as much like that. I think we had our own unscheduled break times. We had our work on the farm and yeah, there's probably negative things that you learn from your parents, but who doesn't? And positive things. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it's my parents, I never felt were like, you're over 18. Why are you still living at home? But then I think there's a way that, like, we maybe didn't grow up, like, mature, mature-wise, as soon as maybe we should have. But 2020 hindsight, and you're always, you always says to accept that. Most of the time, your parents are doing the best that they can with the information they have, and they think they're doing the best for their kids. And I wanted to go out and explore the world out on my own. And, but I was told that if I moved out, I was not allowed to move back. And in hindsight, that even still, like if I needed to move back to Calgary, I don't believe my parents would let me live with them for any amount of time. Oh yeah, no, we would, yeah, no, I don't think so because I've, it's happened to me a few times where I'd gone back. But I was always farmed out to some other family member instead. And, and I, I don't know, know why. And I, I know I, for I, me, like my parents. Brother, like, <laughs> it's just like, yes, come and live. You just come stay here. It's like, it's partly, I think, the little or the younger one. Because I was treated a little bit that way from my family. Yeah. Because I, I think I was because I was the older, the oldest. But yeah, I think if I ever had to, my parents, even now they're like, if you come back, there's a house right here that doesn't being used. You can have that one. But <laughs> You can't live without like I could there, but they're like, if you want a house, like my grandmother's old house is just sitting there and not being used there. Like, but they, I would totally be able to live there too. But I don't know if I want to live. Try to make my life fit back to into the mold that it would no longer fit into. But yeah. the options there, so there's a freedom of okay, things can go wrong and I'll still be okay. Yeah. So there's an easier time I think for me to take risks because I know I have that to fall back on. And I don't have that i don't even come live in uh, my grandma's house with me see now there's there's a plan yeah there's a plan but you know prior to this if i fail i had to stand or fall on my own is the feeling i always had not that i think my parents didn't care for me or wouldn't help me if i needed it but there was all but it almost felt like you're the oldest 
And maybe I'm the smartest. I don't know. You're the, I'm the one that sets the stage mm-hmm. is almost what I feel like my parents are saying. Mm-hmm. Be the example to your brothers. If they can't make it, it's not because you didn't try. Why is all of that on my door? I know. Right? <laughs> to me, the oldest is just <laughs> so much responsibility, right? I want to be the baby. The baby I thought it was like if with great power comes great responsibility, but you think it would work the other way around. You would think so. But I don't feel like I have great power. No. No. And yet, but I do have great responsibility. You have more responsibility because of your daughter, too. I don't have that. The most I have is making sure my dogs and cats are okay. (laughs) I will say for my daughter, it's a different feeling of responsibility. For her, I would drop everything. That's just the way it is. For my brothers, give me about a week or two and I'll be for my mom or for my dad, maybe a day or two. But for my daughter, I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah, that may be fast, but <laughs> even <laughs> though it's a even though it's a twenty minute drive, she'd still be there in five minutes. Yeah. And I still tell Marlena, like now, like Amber's caught a cold and whatever, and it says, "If you need," and I put anything in capital letters. Just let me know. Yeah, I don't care what it is or what it costs, because she is the most important. And I even feel like that about certain people. Like I have the do not disturb that goes on my phone. But I have a like a quite a long list of people that can disturb, can disturb me during that time. Yeah. And it's all my family members. And then there's certain friends that I know have been going have gone through rough things. And I'd rather if they needed me at three in the morning, I'd rather wake up and be and there for them. them. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's quite it gets bigger every so often, but I'm like, <laughs> it's worth it. I like I would I don't care if I'm sleeping and you need me. I'd rather you talk to me than something happened because because i wasn't there when you needed me i was sleeping and they were, it was more important than you no it's not yeah all right we did talk about it a bit but it's how materialistic the singles day became and yet it seems to be at, as a culture we've become more like that like yeah. indulging ourselves whenever the whim we used to save up for things and now we've in a lot more of a instant gratification yeah you've got amazon you've got wish You've got Netflix, Netflix. You've got like streaming. You got it at your touch when you want it, however you want it. You don't have commercials. You don't have to get here for a specific time. Nope. And you don't even have to specifically subscribe to Netflix or Prime or anything like that because there are online streaming channels. For the channels like we used to get for free or we do get for that free. That you get for free that you don't have to pay for. Yeah. And so you can get your news or your TV shows that are on there, but you can watch them whenever you want. So there's a very different than... So you could have a copy of it if you... To watch whenever. Yep. And and a lot of these, you could actually cast from your phone or from your computer right onto your TV so you can watch it in big screen. So really, I'm pretty sure that a lot of these TV stations and stuff like that are suffering... Because so many people now are just doing everything online. And one time like, I used to want the cable just because I had the sports channels. But now you can get TSN and Sportsnet, all of those things, just like Netflix and stuff. On-demand streaming. And it's just, it changes the, pers- like, I just remember when growing up, your show is on Tuesday night at 8. So you had to make sure you were at the TV at 8 o'clock. And-, and if you had to go to the bathroom, you had to wait for the commercial, run to the bathroom. And it's on again. And you're <laughs> Or I remember when we had like, our antenna was outside, but it's a big long <laughs> one on a pole, and we'd be trying to get ABC or something. And it's always 
fuzzy. And there'd be a person outside turning it slightly. And, we'd be, and they'd be looking in or you'd be like, and it's like turning this humongous pole that has this antenna on top. I used to have the rabbit ears on top of my TV. How long ago was that? And you, you'd have to put tinfoil to get a better reception. And you constantly like, is that any better? Yeah. Now don't move. And you're holding on to the rabbit ears because if you let go, like the, the electricity has- from your body or whatever is <laughs> amping it up or something. Yeah. It's just even the fact that you would watch something fuzzy, you were like, okay, that's pretty decent. We can watch that. But now that's not in it. We that's get annoyed if there's, if it has their buffer. Yeah. I've got that little wheelie of death happening. Yeah. And we get, oh, it's so long. And it's like three seconds or something. It didn't instantly happen. And yeah. And fuzzy. Or, or you get the pop-ups. Or stupid pop-ups. Pop-ups or commercial now that we get through book or, or YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Unless you subscribe to their YouTube channel so you don't have to watch the commercials. Yeah. But, but then it's another thing. and you're It's going. another thing you got to pay. But then you're like, oh, commercials. And you're like, wow, didn't <laughs> I get raised on commercials? I don't know. I used to. I know. The good thing is that you only have to suffer through them a couple of times. And half the time is like five seconds. You can skip it. <laughs> yeah. Or even the, the commercial sells maybe 30 seconds at the really long ones. And yeah. like we used to have several minutes of commercials. Oh, yeah. Especially um, as it got closer to the end of a movie or whatever, <laughs> you'd be like, okay, commercials again. It's been three minutes. Show. When I when I worked for CKBU in the traffic commercial traffic department, not car traffic department, just to clarify. So we used to place the commercials. So in a one hour program, the program itself was actually only forty minutes because you had twenty minutes of commercial that had to fit but in. Yeah, yeah. And when you got to things like the Super Bowl, oh my word, it was almost half and half. Yeah, because they're paying so much for them. They are paying. And- oh, yeah. They would pay like $500,000 for a 30-second commercial. What? Because <laughs> of the, the viewership. Because of the viewership. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I miss those days, but I also don't, don't miss those. those days. Yeah, having that because my schedule is all over the place. And yep. so many times you'd miss something because you were busy that night or you got like with work at the chores or go along or whatever. Yeah. Or you try to record it and it wouldn't work. and. So I do appreciate it, but it really has changed like, the, but just how we are as people, I think, because we just so instant gratification. Like you're like, even I was thinking about Halloween this year. When we went to Halloween, there'd be all these different kinds of candies. And I feel like there's not the variety now. There's people go get the big variety boxes, but they're all the same. Yes. One's whatever Kit Kat's version, their brand or whatever. Another one's the other brand of chocolate bars. There's two kinds of brands. And then there's the same with the gummies and there's some hard candy. So it's like all the same stuff. And then you sit there and you go, what's the point? Yeah. Because it's not like you got this like cool stuff where you got, I don't know, it just seemed like you I get that stuff year round. I tried to find the bag with the, with those suckers that the cats like to play with. I couldn't find them anywhere. No. Like I looked in all, I looked in a whole bunch of stores and I could not find them. And they were in like the rockets and everything. They were in, yeah. It was like a rocket. Wherever make rockets had this like variety pack. Yeah. You could buy the rockets. I found lots of rockets. Yeah. But I could not find the variety pack. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a bummer because I really like those ones. But it shows you like it was just thinking about how it it, like literally is stuff that kids get all year round now. Yeah. It's not. They get everything that they've got in that bin except. In normal size packaging. Yeah. I haven't seen any candy corn in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think it's in like the bulk stores. Y'all can go and have yourself part of that. Yeah, <laughs> not me. Not me. But it, we're, we're such a, we've turned into that. It's not, a, it's, it's not really a shock that the Singles Day became such a merchandise way. Like it doesn't, it's not really a shock because even you could say, oh, it's China. I'm like, no, no because it's Canada because you look like it's, if you just see how in advance they have stuff out for the next event. Yes. There's no, actually, there's, if you think there's about no it, breathing room. No, if you think about it, I'm pretty sure, I'm not positive because I'm well, not a big shopper, but maybe like 20 years ago when you went through, I'm pretty sure you would have had like a break where there wasn't a seasonal section. And then as the season got closer, then you did something. But now it's just one seasonal thing to another. And it's not even like Halloween yet. And we were looking for something. I think somebody and I were looking for something. Christmas, but it was already Christmas up. And we're like, wow, it was like three or four days before Halloween. And like the Halloween stuff was basically already put away. And you're just even like the stuff I got for the dog at PetSmart, it was on sale. The Halloween stuff was on sale like two weeks before Halloween for like, buy one, get one free or really, and, really and cheaper half price. And it's, like, it's not even, it's two weeks away. Like we're in the middle of October and you're, it's not like after. And when we're trying to get rid of the stuff, no, we're trying to get rid of the stuff before we even get to the holiday. So that as soon as November one or even before, because we'll have some already being made, we got to get the Christmas stuff in. And it's just and and around Christmas you're also going to have the New Year stuff coming right on the heels. Yeah, of that because it is it's going to be Christmas and then it's going to be all the Boxing Day sale. Yes, which yes. it's like confuses the heck out of me because didn't you just get a bunch of stuff for Christmas and now you're going to you go out and buy more stuff? I guess if you got a bunch of gift cards, even then you could probably wait. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people do for Boxing Day is that they go to the stores and they get all the Christmas decorations for, for the next year. year. It's like they're not ever living in the moment; they're living like they're living through. To, like in the future, <laughs> constantly in the future, yeah. Yeah. or the next holiday, next year's holiday, yeah. next this, next. We're not ever living now. No, nope. and I feel bad for these like four guys who start this Singles Day, where they're like, you know what? We're just tired of feeling bad about being single. Let's celebrate it between the four of us. Like it's November 11, one and one for each of us. We're all one for all, all for one. The four Musketeers or whatever. <laughs> and then it became this, and then it got over. Ran like even like Alibaba, that company bought the rights to what was it, Dumble Eleven or yeah. Double Singles or something like that. Basically, bought the rights to that phrase and lo- and number numbering system, so that people use it, then they can get in trouble. And you're like, wow, really? <laughs> and now it's so commercialized to the point of just yeah, yeah just spend. And it's just like, is that really celebrating the fact that you're single? Like celebrating singleness with your friends? I don't know, maybe some people do, and they're like, yeah, but then if you're also talking oh, about... But how are they really celebrating their singleness? They're going to the karaoke bar, drinking their faces off, and singing really bad songs. Or are they going out <laughs> and buying themselves a bunch of things? Because I don't think it's really people buying somebody that's single, I'll sing a thing, and be like, no, oh, we're excited that you're single, and not in a negative way. I have a present. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's hard to not come off. Weird. Weird about <laughs> it. But everything nowadays is commercialized christmas is commercialized thanksgiving is commercialized halloween is groundhog day st patrick's day like anything that's valentine's anything that's like a half holiday it's not yep. actually official there's no day off no there's no day off st patrick's day the patron saint pat saint patrick he was actually a reverend who went to ireland who was kidnapped but yeah, he escaped was, he was a slave in ireland and, he and went then back, he went back he became a christian went back and wanted to save the people of ireland and he brought Christianity to Ireland, and yet, it's, and then now it's all about green beer and green this, green, green and that. If you're not wearing green, you get pinched. Oh, that's a new one to me. But oh, did you I didn't know that. 
<laughs> and then just the fact that it's all about drinking. And I'm like, is that really what Ireland's like? Yeah, drinking. It's yeah. funny if you want to joke about it, but it's not. It's not like but, then, but that's not what St. Patrick, Patrick was, was about. about. And yeah. it's the same with St. Valentine. Like yeah. He, too, it was not about romantic love. No. It was about love of God to other people. Because he did this, he was like the same thing. It was like, but somehow. But he was also like, I think there was a, one of the the stories is that he was trying to protect the the institution of marriage, right? And again, that's not about making everything about like married people only. It's just like protecting and saying this is an institution God has set. Like we can't pretend it doesn't exist or try to keep it from happening. No. So it's just. But now it's a day for lovers. Yeah, and hearts and flowers. Yeah, again, lots of things you can get. And then, and then we the, get the day after. Way, yay! You you didn't get anything yesterday, so so everything's so, half price. You can buy it for yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're only half a couple anyway. So here's half price Valentine's things. It's like, oh my word! I just like cinnamon hearts. So that's what I enjoy about Valentine's Day. I like flowers. Yeah, but I grow them, so that's okay. Yeah. Although I think I might have really destroyed my flowers this year because too busy and couldn't it's take care of crazy one. That's okay. That's the great thing about flowers is you can always grow more. Start them all over again. Yeah. So what should we encourage people to celebrate? How should we encourage people to celebrate being single? And how can we maybe encourage people to celebrate being single? I think there's not a bad thing to, because everything's so marriage-centric and romantic relationship-centric, that it's, I think there's not a bad thing to be like, hey, single people are worth celebrating. Like for us, one of the things that we thought of doing is um, like at our church is holding um, a banquet kind of thing where the single people can actually dress up like they're yeah. going on a date. Yeah. But like a nice formal evening yeah. and enjoy. And it's not the fact that they're single. It's, oh, yeah, you're single. You don't have to be tied down. No, it's that you are worth something and you bring something to our community because yeah. you are single. Yeah. Like yeah. being single is just like, it's what allows the gifting that you have in the way that you're giving it at this time. It's part of it. Yep. And it's not saying that you're going to remain single for the rest of your life because we're not that, we're not prophets. We no. can't see and the future. And the percentages here in Canada aren't like in China. No. So the percentage chance of you getting married is quite high. Yeah. 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 It may, maybe it is five to one for guys. Yeah, at least it's not 24 million. And so just be positive. <laughs> Think positive and you will find that. Uh, and if it comes down to it, you can always go to China and see if you can talk somebody into moving. <laughs> yeah. If you're a single woman, this is our uh, tip. It's like, go to China. You'll have a 24 million one chance to find a guy. Might yeah. be like a weird culture shock, but if you're Christian, you might have to convert him first. If you will allow, or that. find some underground churches. I wonder how many of these girls are shaking their head at us. Yeah, like, you guys are weird. Yeah, we're weird. <laughs> yep, but we're because you got to also talk them into leaving China, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's just, but yeah, it's. I don't think it's a bad thing to have a Singles Day. No. But we have to remember it's not about in self-indulgence. No. And it's not about trying to celebrate our singleness like, yay, we're single. It's no, like what we have to contribute to society, to our church, to ourselves is unique because of, because in the fact that we are single. They've got grandpa, grandparents day. They got mother's day. They got father's day. 
Yeah. They even have Children's Day and they have Valentine's Day. And they have Valentine's Day. So there's nothing wrong with celebrating someone who is single and in a way that's not like patronizing. Yeah. I almost said patriotic, but I'm like, that doesn't sound that's right. That's not And then it was, strong, but yeah, it's just, but to actually understand that, that singleness brings a unique and beneficial yep. um, part to communities for whatever length of time that you're single. Yep. And that's to be celebrated. The fact that you are worth it. You are accepted as a person, as a 100% complete person who contributes in a positive way and would be missed if you were not there. That's the kind of singles day that we want to celebrate. And the the church could get on board with that too, right? Exactly. Because have a celebration of singles. How many times do they have cakes for certain things? You know, have it. Yep. We're going to be celebrating our singles. There's cake out in the lobby with coffee. And it's not about getting those singles together and finding them mates within this church. Nope. And everybody gets a piece of cake, not just the singles. Yes. It's the celebration is the fact that you're celebrating them as people that contribute and would be missed if they were not there. And they can say, so for all you single people who volunteer in nursery or kids church or the extreme weather shelter or the backpack program or the starfish program or youth groups or anything anything and look at what our youth in our church or our single people in our church are doing to contribute to our church and to the community and that's why i was hoping to have a single sunday where the people involved in the worship and stuff were all single people and then you could actually have a testimonial time of like singles who are what what they're doing right now and they're like what god's been doing in their life Yep. So people remember and celebrate that these are part of the church family, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it says in the Bible, if one member is not functioning properly, then the whole body doesn't function properly. And if right. your singles are not functioning properly, then your church family is not functioning properly. It's right. easy as that to yep. say. It is easy. That's exactly what it is. Yep. And and our singles community has been limping along for a long time. Yeah. And you will see like multiple churches who have tried to put together like single ministries kind of thing. But all their single ministries were about was connecting the people in, into marriageable partners. Yeah. They, I always remember one reading one book and it said a singles ministry usually runs with the idea that they want to put themselves out of business or need. Because yeah. if they can get everybody married off, then good, they've done their job. Yeah. And that's not the purpose of a singles ministry. It's there to encourage and embolden and just like celebrate, but also give them and teach and instruct on how it is to be single. Like how does a single person live yeah. in the church? Yeah. Because ultimately, if you are not living your best life as a single person, how on earth can you live your best life as a married person? So how you live your life as a single person is going to reflect in your marriage. Yeah, exactly. So if you are self-centered and selfish and you've got a materialistic and, materialistic and you spend your money like crazy and then you get married and now all of a sudden you can't do any of all those things that you were used to doing. You're either going to like still do it, which most likely, and you're gonna, or you're going to resent that you can't. Yeah. So if you can't. Don't expect can't, marriage to fix. No. Spiritual flaws. No, no. 
That's only God can do that. And you got to tackle those things now while you're single and not expect a spouse to be to the, the, the fixer, the fix for that. It's not their job. Well, it's not their job. It's not your job to fix them and it's not their job to fix you. It's your job to come in as a whole person. Yeah. And as much of a follower of Christ as you can be possible yeah. with the help of the spirit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Yep. Yeah. Because this life isn't easy regardless of whether you're single or married. No. So. And if you can't get it together when you're single, you're sure no, not going to get it together when you're married. No. So trust me, I went down, I went down that road. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's our real encouragement for today <laughs> is to not move to China unless you feel God calling you to. And to actually just focus on, not focus on yourself in a selfish way or like such an introverted way. but Focus on yourself and what God calling you to do. What things do you need to improve in your life? Yeah. How God, how the Holy Spirit can help you with that. And like when you're focused and where is God calling you in in the in the moment, in the day, in the future? Listen, like listen to Him for what you're supposed to do today, what you're supposed to do tomorrow, what you're supposed to do ten years from now. You have a goal and you go towards it, not just I'm just hoping to get married because that's what I did and I had no plan and no. When you got no plan, you're just walking, wandering. If you have no map, no destination, then you end up just wandering around. Let's see if I can find where it said that. We have got to, uh, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less and God more. So, because there was that thing about being humble and how we've got that false humbleness. Oh, I'm so terrible. I'm just a horrible. No, that's not humbleness. No. Because a humble person can be happy and satisfied and content in their life, but they're not thinking all about, it's all about me. No. Poor me. They're thinking about their focus is on God and what God wants from them. God, what can I when do? When you focus outward, you, you just, you stop focusing inward. Yep. And that woe is me is not the humble. That's just the self-centered attention. Usually. Thinking. Yep. Yep. So. There's my little, there's my little sock for the end of the podcast. Yes. Yes. Good yes. thought. Good, good thought. thought. It's a good thought. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that you all enjoyed our conversation on Singles Day and everything else that came with it. If you want to contact us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and formerly known as Twitter. And yeah, you can email us at root77ministries at gmail.com. That's R-O-U-T-E, 77ministries at gmail.com. And uh, hope to see you here next time. Have a good day. Bye for now. As we wrap up today's episode, we hope you've gained a new perspective on Singles Day and what it represents in today's fast-paced, consumer-driven world. Remember, whether in China, Canada, or anywhere else, being single is a journey worth celebrating, not with material goods, but with recognition of your individual worth and contributions to society. Let's cherish our singleness, focusing on personal growth and our relationship with God, rather than getting lost in the commercialization that often overshadows the true essence of these special days. We encourage you to find joy and contentment in your singleness, knowing that your value is not defined by your relationship status. Until next time, keep shining as the wonderful single individual you are and live your single life to its fullest.